Welcome to the Sports and Entertainment Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Elmer Guardado, and joining me today is Garrett Young, Manager of Game Entertainment for the Frisco, Texas Rough Riders. How you doing, Garrett? Hey, Elmer, I'm doing great. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm you know, hanging in there, hanging in there. Really excited to talk to you, especially after uh, getting to read a little bit more about what you've been working on. So why don't we just start from the top uh, for everyone else. Tell us about, a little bit about what you do as manager of game entertainment. Well, uh, I love my job title because when I get to uh, tell people what I do, they're like, oh, wow, what is that? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> basically, uh, I get to entertain uh, you know thousands of fans every night at uh, baseball games and make sure they really have a good time at our games. And there's lots of fan engagement. And uh, they walk away from our ballpark saying, you know, we had a really great time tonight. So that's the main focus of my job. Um, the other side parts are um, overseeing our technical crew uh, night in, night out, uh, producing the in-house show, um, as well as our uh, TV broadcasts, and uh, working with our marketing and sales departments on uh, theme nights and uh, ways we can uh, enhance our fan engagement uh, night in and night out. All right. And, and specifically, I think one of the more interesting things is how you've implemented LED boards at Dr. Pepper ballpark, right? Yes. That, yeah. That's something relatively new um, for not only the ballpark, but for your industry. It's uh, starting to catch on in this industry. Um, it's uh, the, the idea for us implementing it at our ballpark actually came from uh, what the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, did. I think it was maybe a year or two ago uh, called a Super Bucko Run. And it's basically a spoof off of uh, Mario and uh, an interactive LED game. And I wanted to do something similar to that here. And, um, you know, the the newest in-game entertainment rage is uh, the Beat the Freeze race that the Atlanta Braves um, are doing. And I kind of pieced the two promotions together. And the way our outfield LED boards are laid out, um, I was like, why not uh, create a race uh, against, you know, digital uh, characters? And uh, so it's uh, been a big hit for us. and. Uh, really excited to keep creating more of these right well i mean as someone from the outside looking in it definitely it's really interesting to see how right you have the led board so it's there um and you have you know the person racing the the character but the external shot that then gets projected on the uh or not projected but i guess displayed on the big uh monitor is so cool because then you 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 get this really cool perspective where like you just see the LED board as the background to this person. So it almost gives off like a, uh, you know, like a green screen effect in a weird way. If yes. that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. So that, that's super cool to yeah. one. It's engaging. If you can, if you're, you know, you're lucky enough to be in a point where you can see it like completely live, but then when it's delivered through that, it, it it's crazy how, how effective it still plays. Yeah. That's uh that's my favorite part is obviously in park, you know, people really get into it. But uh, when our uh, social media uh, uh, coordinator is down on the field recording these, uh, you know, to put up on Twitter and Facebook and things like that, um, it's it's really cool how it does look like there's a green screen type effect uh, when our contestants are racing the characters. Yeah, super, super cool. So let's let's backtrack a, a little bit. And how did you get into this? Um, so it's uh, really uh, going back to my days in college, you know, I did uh, journalism and I was, you know, wanted to be a sports center or anchor and, you know, things like that. And I was 
quickly discovered that wasn't for me. Um, and uh, I basically did an internship with the AA team in Corpus Christi and uh, kind of fell, fell in love with the in-park uh, entertainment, uh, the show we put on there. And I was like, man, this is, you know, night in, night out. You, know, you get to come up with goofy skits, especially at the minor league level, uh, coming up with uh, fun skits for our uh, fans to enjoy. And uh, so I fell in love with that. And uh, from there, worked for an independent team uh, in Maryland. I'm from Texas, so traveled all the way across the country <laughs> to kind of take the first full-time job and um, uh, headed up their creative services uh, there. And uh, just continue to fall in love with it. And then uh, moving back down to Frisco, um, the way this ballpark is um, laid out, the, we invested a ton of money into the control room and LEDs and uh, projects around the ballpark. And it um, has really gave me the chance to create these games and LED games and given me a lot of creative freedom to um, kind of buck the trend of traditional on-field entertainment uh, with some of these LED uh, games. So it's interesting that you've been, you know, doing this in, in different uh, varieties for a while now. Has it been, because like, it seems like this LED thing, while, while it's starting to catch on, it still feels relatively fresh and new. What, uh, was there a moment where you remember like noticing it for the first time? Yeah. Uh, the, I'll, I'll definitely touch back on the the pirates, uh, the in-game LED they did. Um, that was uh -huh. to me the really first time I saw a team do something interactive with their LED boards like that, and that you know went viral and uh, people loved it. And then um, I, I've seen other teams they've kind of done similar things to what the pirates did, but the what I really wanted to do here was just something completely different and kind of our own thing. Um, that's, I, I call it our writer's run series uh -huh. um, and have done a Jurassic park a fan race T-Rex uh, one night. Um, we uh, done SpongeBob recently and uh, coming up with some of our other theme nights, uh, Sandlot night we have coming up. Uh, uh, everyone as a kid loved that movie and the beast. Uh, so a contestant will uh -oh. get to race the beast um you know fun things like that that um it's uh it, it's interesting to see how this will keep moving forward and uh, uh other teams you know i i'm i keep waiting for another team to pick it up um as well and kind of do these races that we've been doing um so it's it'll be interesting to see where the industry goes with these interactive led games yeah because it seems like i mean i don't even know if there was any other way to do this before right without the you know just being a straight up race yeah, uh, between yep. two people. So it's a. Are you seeing anyone else do anything um, that you find interesting with you know incorporating LED boards into the stadiums? Um, I I would say uh, a lot of teams now will do. Uh, uh, the biggest thing is social media. Um, you know, you'll tweet something and hey, look, my uh, picture's up to the video board. Um, I know the. I think the San Diego Padres. They actually um, have the social media feed going throughout the game, so you'll there's a good chance you'll see your picture up there. A lot of teams, um, including us, will have like a certain inning that will uh, uh, put up, hey, fans, uh, turn your attention to the video board and look for your picture. Uh, so it's 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 cool seeing uh, teams implement more social media and tweets that go to the board, you know, live as you're sitting there. Oh, wow, my tweet just went up there. It's uh, So that's 
um, I love that part of the industry and uh, trying to dive into that more here at our ballpark as well. So have you seen active, um, you know, increases in engagement since you've, you've started doing some of these different, um, you know, little inning events? Yes. Uh, I, it's uh, funny. The first night I, I had no idea how this would go the first night we did it. Which, <laughs> it was uh, the uh, T-Rex race. And in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, man, this will it sounds cool on my end. I mean, I would get excited about this. And uh, so the we go into the PA read, it starts going. And then um, you know, I was like, OK, I think fans are uh, engaged. And as soon as the race started, uh, people just started cheering. And uh, uh, thankfully, we had a really fast contestant that night um, because that. <laughs> That could have made or, you know, that could have ended the race series really quickly if uh, he ended up losing that race. Right. Um, but uh, the fans just really got into it. And as the T-Rex got closer to him, you know, uh, they, you know, cheered even louder, you know, run, run. So uh, it, it could have ended really quickly if uh, he hadn't run as fast as he did. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm very thankful he did. <laughs> so from the, from the, like, production end of that, how long does did that take to come to fruition? You know, from from inception of idea to game night, this is where we're going to uh, debut it. Uh, it, I would say, planning wise, uh, you know, this is I always joke. It's my late night thinking, just laying in bed after games, uh, <laughs> like, hey, you know, what's uh, something new we could do? Uh, uh, and that's kind of how this came to development. And I talked to our uh, director of marketing and kind of pitched it to him, and we kind of threw back ideas back and forth, um, you know, whether it be something like the Pirates Mario thing, and then it turned into, hey, let's make this a race. And um, so idea-wise, I took about two weeks uh, just to game plan everything. And then production-wise, um, I just kind of buckled down and uh, had it uh, ready to go for our opening week. Um, so it took about maybe a couple days to kind of get everything in place. And uh, uh and then once the Jurassic Park theme night came up, we uh, put it in place. Before doing this like super interactive experience, were these uh, how were these LED screens being used? Was it mostly for like the social media little contests you'd do? No, it's actually um, so the way our outfield boards are laid out in our park uh, sponsorships, um, you know, uh, those sponsorship dollars, they usually go out to the outfield board. So. Uh, when you're sitting in the ballpark and there's live action going on, uh, we'll have sponsors rotate on right. those. So really, they weren't being utilized for any uh, wow, okay. uh, in-game entertainment. Uh, mainly, it was the main video board uh, that was being used for your fan shots and things like that. But the outfields weren't, they were just sponsors. And um, so that's why I was like, man, the way they're laid out, we could really do a cool race. And uh, yeah, and like it just it just seems like, a, I mean, in retrospect, like a missed opportunity, right, to just be using yeah. them for one thing. Yep. So uh, now that, uh, you know, it's funny, our sponsorship team, once they saw this uh, race, you know, they had dollar signs in their eyes. Like, oh, man, <laughs> who, who can we sell this to, uh, you know, getting, uh, uh, you know, a night in, night out race uh, uh, with a sponsorship tag on it. So uh, that's it, it, good for our, you know, revenue creating these games as well. How long has this been going on, Yen? When, when was it debuted? Uh, it was debuted, oh man, uh, April 6th. Uh, so that was our first LED race and we've done, um, it's not night in night out, uh, right. yet. Uh, we've done 
say about eight races since then. Um, and then we'll have uh, two more coming up at uh, the Sandlot one. I call it Beat the Beast race. And then uh, we have another theme night uh, called Get Fit Night. And uh, I'm going to have a fan race uh, the legendary icon, uh, Richard Simmons, out <laughs> on the board. So uh, that'll that'll be something yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So so what, where do you do you see this becoming um, a thing like and do you see outside of this race game or what you've seen, you know, like the, the Mario spinoff you, you mentioned earlier? Do you see this having potential to be used? You know, because it seems like almost every big field has this system right for because it's just the cheapest way to pro- project the uh like advertisers yeah yeah a lot of um a lot of ballparks still have them uh on their concourse levels um a lot of ballparks now it's interesting they are like the texas rangers who's our um our uh big league club that we send our players to they actually have a board down on their field level and uh they've started utilizing it for interactive games so um it'll it like you said it, it'll be interesting to see more team bigger teams uh see if they'll start installing boards down on field level where their fans can actually run and touch these led boards so interesting to see how in retrospect you know you couldn't you couldn't really anticipate it at the time but it just feels like such an obvious thing now that it's in motion right and especially yeah. i think it's one of those things that like describing it kind of does it a, a little bit of disservice because once you see it you you realize that you can't look at these LED screens the same way. Like I, I'm, I, I frequent baseball games whenever I can, and I, I can't imagine just looking at them now without seeing like a little kid racing a T Rex or, or racing against SpongeBob. Like it, it's such a such a neat way to use something that was already there. Yeah, and that's that's why I, especially this season, I you know really love my job is because I the you know the wheels are turning right now like the possibilities are endless with what we could do with these boards and um you know uh it's great to have the way our ballpark is laid out to have the chance to create these games and maybe set the tone for the industry and uh, see where it catches on with other teams. Is there anything that you see right now um, as a, as a different possibility for these for these LED screens, like in, uh, for interactivity's sake? Uh, so the I, right now, I'm I know uh, we've I, I've talked about the races. Um, mm-hmm. There was another one we did uh, called Where's Teddy, and uh, that was actually one where a fan could run and touch the board, and uh, you know that. The object of the game is the first one to run and touch the LED board. The character on the board wins. Um, so that was something different um, from the races. Um, I know uh, there's I there's uh, another idea I have, kind of like a uh, old Donkey Kong uh, game. The old Donkey Kong games where Donkey Kong's throwing the barrels and Mario had to jump over the barrels. Right, right. Um, Coming up with something like that, uh, that's uh, one thing I wanted to try out this season and have a fan uh, jump over uh, these kegs that we do for Thirsty Thursdays at the ballpark. And uh, we'd have a character throwing these kegs, uh, digital kegs, and the fan had to jump over those. So, um, Oh, man, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, the possibilities are endless, and it's it, – it is trial and error because that one may not catch on. Fans may be like, eh, um, but it's exciting to test out these new interactive games. 
Sure, for sure. Well, I'm excited to see where this goes. And like, like I said, you definitely changed the way I, you know, can even look at, at at something that is such a staple at every ballpark, really. So I think that that says something for sure. And uh, I mean, I just want to thank you for joining us here and to talk about this because uh, I, I definitely think this is uh, again what a what a what a beautiful untapped thing that was already there. Yeah, no, and it was a pleasure joining it today, Elmer, and to talk about this. And yeah, I'm just as excited as you are to see where this goes uh, in the future with us and with other uh, professional teams. Alrighty, well, Garrett, it was a pleasure talking to you, and uh, I hope you have a good day. And uh, just thank you for joining us. You've been listening to the Sports and Entertainment Podcast, brought to you by Market Scale.